Oh, yeah, yeah, you're not, you you have go. to redo that whole thing there because like it's it's not going live. <laughs> well, I think it is now. Check out, check now. Well, I'm wow. I'm hitting I'm hitting refresh. I, I literally just pressed. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> That's funny. We were we're we're finally live. We're finally live. There we oh, are. Yeah. Now we're really live. Here we, we go. Gotta iron out the kinks a little bit here. A little yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. All Fantastic. Right. That was hilarious. Here we are. <laughs> We're, we're figuring it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I give us the intro again, uh, James, and then All we'll right. go to Kyle, I guess, huh? Yeah, 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 intro yeah. it is. Um, <laughs> welcome once again to the Bolt Bros here. Um, we're obviously a podcast based upon the Los Angeles Chargers and their opponents. So yep. my name's James. I'm uh-huh. one, of the, one of the Bolt Bros here. I'm here with my actual two bros, Kyle and Andy. Hey, hey, so, hey. Let's get it, guys. Bolt Bros. Let's go. Bolt Bros. Let's go. Woo. <laughs> nice. We should have our little intro. <laughs> yep, yep. I'll figure that one out. Yeah, and guys, and guys, yeah. we are actually 100% live. So if anybody, yep. um, you know, has questions or anything as we're going, throw them out there in the chat, right? So, uh, you know, Kyle's got a few announcements, but uh, but let's get into it for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, I just had a little bit of a uh, um, trial run, but I was just talking about all these announcements. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so if you guys are Chargers fans, anyone out there in the world, uh, you guys should show up 100% the next event that's coming out on I 10th. It's Sunday out in Mission Bay. Um, Mission Bay, San Diego. Uh, it's going to start at 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, DJ Phobic, there's going to be music there. Uh, it's going to be a massive potluck. Bring, bring food, bring your drinks, bring, uh, you know, whatever you want to do. Uh, there's going to be games. Uh, just having a whole bunch of fun times together. And the biggest thing about this thing, too, is that it's also a charity event. Um, we're encouraging people to show up to bring, um, you know, uh, the, uh, sorry, I was just saw, saw the backpacks, wings I think, fatness. or something like that, too. Oh. Wings of Fatness was said something. I was like, oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, so, yeah, bring backpacks. It's for kids in needs. Um, I, I believe it's for, like, you know, for school supplies. Maybe you can bring some, put some food in there. Uh, you know, obviously non-perishable. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a really good good event. But then also, one of the things that we're going to be talking about a little later on the episode is training camp. Um, and as we all know, that that's starting up soon. Can't wait. But at the, on July 30th, it's also going to be a uh, tailgate right before training camp as well. Um, and so people are going to be out there. We're going to have a good time. The the Bolt fam's going to show up. And, uh, you know, uh, let's just have a, get that uh, Thunder Alley's back, baby. Let's go. Whee! You know, and the, and the hype's going to be real at that barbecue, too. Oh, my you know, gosh, so, no joke. Once again, they're going to be with yeah. a lot of San Diego Charger fans, which sounds really <laughs> strange to still say. Those um, are the OGs. Those are the OGs. OGs. That's, that's me right here. That's, that's right. That's my, old, that's my old Chargers. That's right. LT. Yeah, I got LT my back. LT jersey here, you know? Uh, Let's uh, go. Man, uh, Let's go. I don't have, I don't have the, the old one here. I guess this one technically was at San Diego for a while. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Was there for a bit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, Mike McCoy years, right? Oh, oh boy, yeah. Mike McCoy. Uh, oh, that guy was a buster, dude. That guy was a buster. <laughs> what a buster! Oh man, I don't oh, like that man. guy. 
But that sounds like a great time out there in San Diego. Yeah. Great yeah. time always to be in San Diego. Great time to go get a California burrito uh, California. because, you know, burritos are the best in San Diego, right? That's right. Uh, it is. Right. So, yeah. uh, that sounds excellent. Come out support. That would be amazing. Kyle, I think we'll be out there too, checking it all out. And I think he'll be filming and just kind of interviewing people out there. Perfect. So, yep. that'd be a real good time. Um, and Kyle, you, you got some more content coming out from uh, another barbecue you came out with as well, too, correct? When, when was that one? That was, uh, yeah. was that a month ago? That was about a month ago. Well, no, it was this month. Um, it was okay. about in June 4th. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I interviewed a bunch of people in Thunder Alley. Uh, you know, the Charger Bolt family out there, the guy that actually wears the um, outfit at SoFi Stadium. Um, not, he was, he's the unofficial mascot for the team, but that um, that outfit was the outfit for the team, or the, the, the mascot for the team from the 90s, like 90, 93 to like 97, I want to say. Wow. So, um, but then, you know, they kind of dropped it. But, uh, but yeah, like I got that video. It's almost done. I'm gonna release it pretty soon. There's some good stuff in there. I think it'll be really fun to for see that one as well. Um, it'll also hype up um, the event for July 10th as well. So be there. Yeah, let's bolt up. Let's go. Oh, bolt let's up, go. boys! Bolt up, go. boys and girls! It looks like man. Have... Hey, guess what? <laughs> hey, we got a, we got a question straight up here right now. Uh, okay. Yeah, what you got, uh, Aether? Go ahead and just spit it out. Yeah. Yeah, and also in the meantime, I mean, you know, shout out to all the full, the Bolt uh, fan clubs out there, man. You know, it's uh, we love kind of going out there, and it seems like Kyle had a fantastic time at the last event that he went to too. Yep. And uh, yep. it's great to be able to engage fans. I mean, that's the thing that why we're doing this this podcast too. We love engaging the fans, and we love hearing from the fans. I know for me and us, I, I mean, I'll, I'll just spe specifically say for myself, I mean, this is one of the craziest off-seasons for the Chargers ever. It's nuts. That, ever. Yeah, absolutely Insane. Crazy. But yeah. the thing is, though, it's made the off-season so much better to be able yep. to sit there and talk about the Chargers. So it doesn't, yeah, it, it was, you know, last football was played in February, basically, but it felt like it really was a lot shorter. So yeah. we do these bot podcasts with my bros, and then we love engaging other Charger fans to get everybody really excited for the season and 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 once again we talked about the training camp it's a month away basically for us yeah. to be able to have training camps open rookies are going to be reporting earlier than than the vets but training camp officially starts in about a month so yep. i can't wait i'm ready i am it's, ready it's, it's for this. Ready. If you're a Charger fan, it's a good time to be a Charger fan. I'll tell you that right. much right now. Because we yes. have a competitive team. We have depth at every position. I mean, we're going to go through that today on this on this podcast, of course. We're going to go through that. But, man, there's just nothing. We don't have holes in this team at all. And there's so many people in every single position that could step up. And you're almost not missing a beat, which is just amazing to me. So, anyways, I'm excited about it. So, I guess we can get into it. Um, and... Uh, yeah. And we do got the question that just popped in too. So oh, here we go. Uh, Aether, I think is his name. Yeah. He basically is talking about. I saw a 53 man projection, a roster projection that they have four running backs. I don't like that. There is more. Uh, there is more important position of need. What do you guys think, bros? Hey, man. What a great segue into yeah. what we're talking about perfect. today. Exactly correct. We're, absolutely perfect. <laughs> we're like literally going to be talking about the 53-man <laughs> roster projection. So. And we're specifically talking about running backs as well, too. So yep. why don't we just start with that then? And uh, we'll go with that thought at this yeah. point. Yeah, let's yeah. let's answer your question right now. So that's pretty crazy. So 53-man um, roster. I mean, we already started chatting a little bit about kind of how stacked our team is. And 
Yeah. That running back position is one of those positions that will have a lot of flex there. And yeah. 53 people on this team is going to be very difficult to be able to really pin down yep. the true 53 because there is so much talent on there. Yeah. And that article was an interesting one because there was some players that were left out of there that you're like, wait a minute. So there's going to be some right. tough last minute cuts yep. going with this team. Yes. So I know when I was looking at the 53 and actually, ironically, this morning, I was watching a, a highlight reel of uh, Isaiah Spiller, who is obviously a big focus going into this offseason since we big drafted time. him. Right. Big time. Um, everybody assumes that he's going to be the RB2 for us. Um, obviously, Austin Eckler is our guy. And yep. But at the same side, you got to love from the uh, the, the uh, mini camp that happened. How he's like, hey, man, come here and challenge me. Yep. Like, I want mm -hmm. you yes. to take away my job if possible. Like, and I love seeing that. Like, he obviously doesn't want to be unemployed and he will not be. But <laughs> the same side, I want these other guys to step it up. So it's like, yeah. I know when they come in, they could do my job. And I love to hear stuff like that. Well, so, and, 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 if, and if I'm a coach, though, if I'm Brandon Staley, what I don't want to do, though, is take out Austin Eckler and put in another running back that is not going to get the same amount of production as Austin yep. Eckler. Right. So you don't. So you. So when we say depth, it's that you're not losing a whole lot with putting in maybe an Isaiah Spiller or a Joshua Kelly or a Roundtree. So I think the reason why he had to do so much last year is they had no production from yep. Roundtree or Joshua Kelly. Right. It was just not good. Yeah. And yep. Gabe Neighbors. Uh, he's probably, I don't know. I mean, I know, I know uh, Herbert loves neighbors, but I tell you what, now, again, to answer your question though, I think partially some of these folks are going to play special teams as well too. Right. Yep. So yeah. it, you, you can't think of it just as running backs. They also are doing special teams is basically just a conglomeration yeah. of uh, defense and offense playing as well too. So, so yeah, I mean, I think Roundtree played some, I think Kelly played a little bit as well, but Gabe neighbors was definitely a special teamer as well. So, yeah. But, you know, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. But, you know, you got to also remember running backs get hurt a lot and yeah. they get a lot of damage. And so carrying four running backs might not be a bad thing, yeah. um, but it yeah. also boil down to special teams. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because when before he came into our show, I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, four running yeah. backs. Well, yeah. one, two, three, four or five. Well, technically is five. technically six if you have a. Yeah. Uh, our, our guy Xander Horvath as well too yeah. because he's technically a run well he's a fullback he's but a fullback you know right hey, technically we got five running backs we got uh, Eckler <laughs> Kelly yes. Roundtree Spiller Gabe Neighbors yeah yeah I mean that's a very very heavy running back room right. and so the thing about it is and, and when I look at this set I think okay who are Brandon Staley's guys and if you start looking at it and start thinking well Xander's a guy that was drafted under the Staley regime. Roundtree was a, a guy under the, the Staley regime. Eckler yep. was not, but it's obviously he's one of the top running backs in the league. Right. Um, so he's not going anywhere. But Isaiah Spiller got picked up. Gabe Neighbors has been pretty efficient for us. And he's right. actually, I think, roommates with Herbert. So yeah. there's kind of a, <laughs> a level I, I don't think he'll get cut. But, you know, NFL is a business. Um, yep. But it really makes me think, because... Once again, going back on our 53-man roster, it's so deep all around. Every every that, position, yeah. That there is going to be somebody, in my opinion, that's going to get cut from this this running back because there's yes. other yep. positions of needs. There's oh, yeah. other guys that could be on this team to make a difference. And yeah. so, if I'm going to pin one guy, 
I'm going to go Joshua Kelly. And- yeah, I was going to say I was going to say Kelly. I was going to say Kelly. I think Gabe Neighbors might be gone too. I mean, he wasn't much. He didn't produce a whole lot, but that's Herbert's boy, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's going to be an interesting conversation. Um, yeah, but you know, going back to uh, I know uh, James uh, threw a question out there, um, basically talking about Eckler. You know, I thought a lot about why why does Eckler care to have somebody else take um, other carries from him. The thing you have to remember, too, is he wants to stay healthy. And yeah. he knows if he's cover- carrying the ball 20, 25 times a game, yeah. yo, that's a lot of damage on your body, right? And, and again, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. And yep. I think that's really what Isaiah Spiller is really good at as well, too. So, uh, you know, um, it will be interesting to see what happens. I personally think Spiller will be our number two out of out of camp um, yep. just because I think they're so high on him. Um, and, yeah. dude, the guy can do it all. He's bigger. Yeah. He could catch the ball out of the backfield, and he does change things up uh, from Austin Eckler as well, too. I and I still I still say this. I think we could have two running back sets. You know, th- yep. think of it, you got Isaiah, you got Isaiah, and you got Austin Eckler. Well, who do I cover? I mean, that's an immediate matchup problem um, out of the backfield, which is amazing. Right. Yeah, it'll be an interesting situation there too. And uh, and when I was watching Isaiah Spiller and his highlights at Texas A and M. And I was actually looking at like what his line ranking was in college football. And he was like middle of the pack in, in all of college football. Yeah. yeah. And he was a productive back there, right? So yeah. you got to say what, where he's coming from now to the NFL to a fantastic O-line. I'm going to say top 10 um, yep. O-line. I mean, we weren't far off last year, even with kind of a, a right tackle situation and losing Ode Abushi and everything too, and kind of finding guys to fill in the gaps. Yeah. I mean, he could produce really well, and I love the way he runs. He's a patient runner, hits the hole when when he sees it. He has a great knack for wanting to run in between the lines. So he wants to between he wants to run into the O line, right into the heart of the defense. And he's got good speed, not excellent speed, but yeah. he definitely could make a lot of missed tackles. Which to me, I think that's a phenomenal trait for us. Because the thing is about Joshua Kelly and Routtree, and like when watching them. Like, I always feel like they just like, hey, this is the play. Run to the right, uh, right between the right guard and the center or whatnot. And they just kind of just run into that position and they don't think like, hey, be a little patient. Wait for the play to develop in front of exactly you. Exactly correct. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. Isaiah Spiller, I think, could be a fantastic addition. I, I'm going to claim Isaiah Spiller and Austin Eckler, the, the, the thunder and lightning crew, basically. <laughs> there you go. Thunder and lightning. So, I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So like Spiller well, being the thunder because yeah. he's a little bit bigger guy. Yeah, Eckler being the lightning, and you, know, you know he's a very you, you elusive a guy point too. About Spiller, Spiller didn't have a good line in college, right? At think all. of how think of how good it will be. Obviously, college to NFL, it's a big step up, anyways. But he's going to have a great line uh, yep. opening gaps for him. So, um, no, I, it, I'm excited to see what's going to happen there. I think I think it, there's nothing but amazingness coming out of that. Um, all right. Yep. So, well, yeah, great. so we so, want to move on to... Yeah, so let's move oh, on. Um, I think it's... Uh, well, I think quarterback, we're pretty much... You don't really need to talk Set. about that too much. Yeah, <laughs> Herbert's uh, going to win MVP. We got Swolbert. Right. Yeah, we got Swolbert. Right. Swolbert MVP <laughs> over here. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah, see, James, is, James Richards is asking us about defense, but we're, we're going to talk about offense a little bit first uh, you yep. know, yeah. to kind of get things going through. We'll get to your questions in a little bit on that one. So 
Yeah, we, we definitely are ready for those questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know the one thing though, and I just want to say about the quarterback too. I mean, and once again, Herbert's one of the top quarterbacks in the league, and I think he's going to make the MVP obviously this year, and I think he's going to have a fantastic run. And what's going to be required for him to get the MVP is probably win the division. Yep. And so, yep. if he wins the division, he's our man. I mean, Chase Daniels, he's a good second. I mean, obviously he's not Herbert. Uh, Easton yeah. Stick, I've I've been a big fan of him. Um, since he's been drafted he kind of I remember in a lot of preseason games he's actually had some pretty phenomenal plays and I think he has a good a good uh, ability to be a, a very manageable quarterback um, yeah. and that's one of those positions about Easton Stick that he could potentially even be to, to a practice squad I don't know if it's based upon his length of his contract that he could go to the practice squad or if he goes to waivers yeah. if they shift around but that's once again that's that's the conundrum this team's going to be dealing with like yeah. 53-man roster really to boil down to where these guys are going to be at. It's going to be, it's going to be, man, this, it's going to be a stacked team and it's going to be make, they're yeah. going to be making a lot of hard decisions. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, I, whenever Easton stick is on the field, I actually do get a little, little bit more excited, uh, especially. He's, he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like Chase Daniel, he doesn't really stay out there. He, he likes to be the yeah, yeah, he, guy. he's okay coaching he's yeah, okay yeah, yeah. coaching yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that, that's that's what he likes to do yeah yeah yep. but, but easton dick is out there he likes to he yeah. likes to win i don't know we'll see i i'm pretty sure though i think last year too he was uh put the practice spot though sure yeah, yeah he was yep absolutely yeah. so it'll be interesting to see how that pans out i, I mean we know it's herbert is our guy Chase Daniels is kind of really the coach. And I know, I think Herbert said that he liked Chase Daniels to be able to ask him questions instead of the coach sometimes. Because, yeah. um, I mean, I, you know, it's kind of, you don't want to sound like a dummy asking a coach every time. Yeah. But yeah. Chase is kind of like a, a, a pseudo uh, coach for the team, for the quarterback crew. So, yeah, I think you're which right. is yeah. pretty nice. So, uh, let's move on to the wide receivers. We, yeah, we, we all know who we got, you know, and, yeah. um, and once again, uh, the order that we're going to present here, and, and once again, this is kind of based upon the article talking about the projected 53-man roster. And so, uh, obviously, you got your Keenan Allen, your Williams, and, you know, I really feel Josh Palmer is going to be the third guy. And then yeah. Guyton will be the four, and then DeAndre Carter will be the fifth. So, okay. yep. yeah, that's where I feel it's going to be. Um, I, I, I think Palmer is really going to step it up. I mean, Allen and Williams have been saying a lot of good things about uh, Josh in his second year. And oh, yep. so I that's think good. that he's really refined his game. But I've been hearing great things about Guyton, too. I mean, Staley's yeah, yeah. been talking a lot about him also. So Yeah, and I, mean, I, and I did a short thought? little video um, about breakout players. And I and I picked Palmer and Guyton to be good breakout players this year. Okay. And I think one of, the, one of the things that I think a lot – that's going to be said about these guys specifically is they want to sit Allen and Williams, right? I, the yeah. one thing about Brandon Staley that I've noticed, he's okay. Letting people take, take breathers. Okay. Take a breather. This, take a breather. This rep. And I think there's going to be a lot of junk yardage. Cause I think we're going to start blowing some teams away this year. Yeah. Cause our defense is going to be a lot better. So I think Palmer and Guyton and Carter will probably get some more play time, but that would also say that I think Allen and Williams probably will have down years, but they're only down years because they're getting less reps and they're trying to make sure that they're going to be healthy for the playoff run. Um, make no mistake about it, guys. If we don't make the playoffs, oh my gosh. I mean, we're, we're talking 
absolute disappointment. Got, you know, got, yep. um, got, I'll fill this cup up full of uh, a bleach and then uh, and then drink, <laughs> and then, and then drink it. it live. You know, like all right, oh, <laughs> that's it. Gotta go. Oh. That's it. We're done. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, bro, R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, but but again, you know, again, it just goes to show you again, there's so much depth. I mean, you're not missing much with Palmer and Guyton is just a speedster, right? He's going to be the guy going downfield, 65 yard bombs. Dude, and DeAndre Carter, I think he could do well. I think he's going to do a lot of jet sweeps. They'll probably use him kind of like a Debo Samuels type of guy. I think there's going to be some good things. Honestly, I would put that. Uh, wide receiving core up against just about anybody. I really would. I, I think they're that good. They're that good. Yeah. Well, and, and once again, going back to if Herbert's going to win the MVP, there's these weird, these all these wide receivers are going to be able to eat. Yeah. And they're going to get their touchdowns. They're going to get their targets. I mean, I do think that there's yep. an there is a level that I think we might have a little bit of a decline for like say for instance Williams or whatnot, just because it's going to be spread a little bit wider. And so even to say, I mean, going into the tight ends, if we want to segue into the tight ends to talk about them, I mean, yep, let's do it. You know, you got Gerald Everett, who I think is going to be phenomenal. And, yep. and we all know, like Donald Parham did his thing, too. And Trey McKitty started coming on a little bit, too, later he on. I yep. mean, he did. Yep. Absolutely. So Herbert's going to have plenty of targets to work with here. And. Yep. He's going to be able to really spread this ball out really well. And I mean, once again, if we start getting two running back sets with a tight end with three wide outs or whatnot, I mean, I don't even know if that's a correct number to be able to have 11 man on the field. But <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, like he's going to have targets everywhere. And yeah. I'm, I'm excited to be to be able to see how this all works out, because I mean, I'm still sticking to it. Herbert's going to have over 40 touchdowns passing. He's going to have over 5000 yards for sure. I, I probably imagine with rushing for him, he'll probably end up having, say, another five touchdowns. So he'll have about roughly 45 total touchdowns. Which is crazy. It's crazy. And I'm expecting under 10 interceptions, too. Um, so yeah. that's where I think it's going to be at. Once again, it, I can't wait for the season. We're a month away from the training camp. So yep. let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, you know, a, a lot of people talked about Cook and, like, why we let Cook go. You know, he he led our team in drop passes. Yep. And and they were they were crucial dropped passes. And so I think I think the team looked at that. And again, Allen was right up there with drop passes as well, too. He had quite a few. Of course, he had a, almost more targets than just about anybody. Yeah. But but my point is, look, drop passes are not good because it could be a deflection, goes up in the air, it gets picked. You know, those are all things that that you know can affect the play, right? So I think Gerald Everett's a, be- a definite step up from uh, Cook. And then Parham, we just know what he can do. The guy's tall. He's an a- absolute mismatch. There's, nobody yeah, yeah. can cover the guy. Um, again, one last thought, and then we'll, we'll move on. I know, Kyle, you probably want to jump in here, too. The, the mismatches that they put together out there. I mean, think about that. You got Allen, Williams, Eckler. And then let's say you put Everett and Parham out there. Who are you going to cover? You can't double cover anybody. Yeah. But see, this is why I think uh, Palmer and Guyton will have good years because you cannot double cover these players anymore. You have to cover a man to man, essentially. And yep. there's going to be gaps in the NFL. There's going to be gaps. Yep. We all know what, uh, you know, old, old Gus Bradley plays for, you know, it's cover three every time, 80% of yep. the time. And yep. again, his defense is predictable. We would know what, what would work well to score points. Again, we're not going to have a problem scoring points. What the Chargers have problems with right now is stopping the other team. Yes. 
and luckily we, we address that. So we're going to be addressing all those all those questions as well. Yeah. What's up, LAOG? How you doing? Yeah. What up? Well, I was going to say this though too about uh, jumping into the wide receivers though. You know, like I'm a little leery about Josh Palmer because he is on his second year now. Uh, yep. Sure. Because hey man, that second year slump is a real thing. So for sure. Uh, you never know what the heck's going to happen with that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, like. Uh, and then jumping into the tight ends, of course, you know, Gerald Everett is definitely a step up from Jared Cook. Because uh, uh, you're right, like, Cook was kind of a liability for it. He did come he out. Was. There, there are, of course, times that he actually came out and uh, and actually made big things happen. So, but I don't know. It, yeah, it's some of the missed opportunities outweighed the uh, capitalized opportunities. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. You know, Cook kind of had his his knock on him as a player for a really long time was that he had stone hands, and he basically would drop balls a lot, and and we saw that. And yeah. critical times, I think there was one that was that two yard line. He dropped that pass. Right. It was a total walk in, basically just taking his eye off the ball and and didn't do very well with it. So I mean, you know, I think Gerald Everett all around is a lot more yards after catch kind of guy. Yeah, so, yeah, for real. He's a, big dude. He's a big body. That. Yeah. Really yeah. big body. Right. You know, yeah. he, he did a lot of jet sweeps. You know, the one thing, so I know uh, we talked, we led the league in drop passes, what, 38 yards pass, or 38 drop passes James just put in the, in the thread. And, I, and I'll say this, but the funny thing is, I, I remember people talking about Justin Herbert not having touch on the ball, and he just guns it. I mean, yo, that is a straight up missile coming at you. Yeah. But I like what Keenan Allen said. He said, you know what? We're all NFL wide receivers. We still got to catch him. I, I don't know what I, I that, that doesn't matter, right? Yeah, it's yeah. coming at us fast, but it's also coming at us fast so the ball doesn't get intercepted. Um, we're paid to catch the ball, and and I I loved his response, and it just it just goes to show you what what a professional Keenan Allen is in general. Anyways, he's not throwing it back on anybody else, and he's just accepting his responsibility. I, I anyways, that's one of the things I would say you know before we move on. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and last point that I was going to make on that too is that. You know, my concern about Swolbert becoming Swolbert um, <laughs> is that, you know, we don't we don't want to have the same issue happen again, where it's like he's just throwing missiles at us and dropping the pass. Like if he's gotten stronger with his arm, I mean, that ball might be even a little bit faster. Um, so my hopes is, is that there's going to be a little bit more of a patience with with his throws. And obviously you don't want to take away the guy's skill set or anything like that. But my hopes is that we, receivers will be more ready with it. They will have a lot more time with Herbert. They will understand how they, then they can catch the dang balls and stop dropping the dang things. But, you know, Herbert with his big arm, I mean, in bigger arm than last yeah. year. I mean, I hope he just doesn't have a, a faster fastball now. Yeah. So Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So... Yep. Let's talk uh, O-line. O-line. Uh, yes. O-line. You know, I mean, we, we all know everybody's the right tackle battle going into this. Uh, <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's, it's everybody's talking about right tackle. Who's the right tackle? <laughs> the right tackle. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And, and, no. And really, it, to be honest, like, our middle to left side is, like, completely set. Like, and I yep. and I don't anticipate Filer going to the right tackle. I, I think yeah. I think we'll be fine. Um, so you got, obviously, Slater, Filer, Corey Lindsley. Zion Johnson is pretty much a lock on right guard, in my opinion. Mount Zion. That's Mount Zion, son. Yep. Mount, Mount Zion. Zion. That's right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, it's the big, big uh, battle between Norton and Pipkins. I, I believe somebody in the chat was chatting about. Yeah, James I think Richard. it was James Richard yeah. was talking about. 
Yeah, he's, he's Pipkins being right tackle, right? Yep. yep. So I think that's so, and that's a very fair uh, you know, observation. I feel like he totally could take it away from from Norton, um, but you know, like let's see. I mean, I'd like to see it though. But I'll yep. I'll be perfectly honest. I am I'm kind of on in the camp that Storm Norton is not all that bad. Like let's be let's no. be honest. Like even even no. if yeah he he did mess up a little bit on on that uh, Raiders game quite quite a bit. But guys, we still had the fifth overall offense in the entire league. So yeah. like even with Storm there, like in his first game with the Raiders, uh, you know he did all right. You know, with against um, the heck's the game? Max Crosby. You know? Max Crosby. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he just yeah, he wasn't able to, to really make things happen at the last game, the bigger game to actually make happen though. You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So there's a there's a pressure thing there. Maybe maybe that was more of it. The pressure got to him. He got too much of him to his head or something. Like that and probably the better shape on now though. But at the end of the day too, it's like okay. Uh, I'd be happy that if Pipkins or Norton is there, I'm fine with it. Yep. Yeah. yeah well, I, I think it, Pipkins is the guy. Um, again, he was a first round pick, which was small school. He's got a body. He's been working with uh, Rashawn Slater in the off season. I think he's going to be our guy. And look, here's the thing. He's looking more the part now. And I remember, you remember this last year when, when, when uh, Rashawn Slater went down, guess who stepped up? I was terrified. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, Pipkins yeah. is coming in. The best part, I remember, I remember when they were putting him in. Yeah. The media just kept blasting yeah. Brandon Staley. Can he do it? I mean, we think he's a clown. He, he sucks. Like, why are you letting him actually be a player yeah. on the field? And he goes, and, and it what did Brandon Staley say? He said, Hey, he's our guy. He's yeah. gonna be fine. He played the left side, and then he played the right side when Storm was out with COVID. And he did a great job. Yeah. So I think he's probably the guy. But think of how much depth we have. Again, we, we've said the word depth to death at this point. Yeah. We still got Hymas. Hymas has looked awesome. Yeah. And I mean, when are we going to put him out there? We got Will Clapp. He's yeah. still yep. great. Salier, Salier is great. Yep. I, dude, we yep. have I, – I just, I just think the cool th – look, we all know injuries happen. We all know that happens. So not having depth hurts you so much in the long run. So you never know how the season's going to play out. But you know what? Let's say Trey does start. Storm Norton's not a bad backup, right? Yeah. Or we could throw in Jamari, right? You never know. Maybe he's the guy. Maybe he steps up. Yeah. yeah. But um, now nah, it's exciting. I, I think I think our line is going to be absolutely fantastic this year, yeah. and uh, we're just going to we're going to dominate. Yeah. We're going to dominate. Yep. And we have to in our division. Look at all the pass rushers we have out there in in our division alone. Yeah, it's it's exactly. going to be crazy. So you know, and, and the thing the thing that's interesting about the O line too, and 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 I anticipate going into the preseason games that a lot of our starters are not going to play. Like, so you're probably going to say Slater's not going to play, Filer's not going to play, Lindsley's not going to play. It's going to be basically, you know, Zion will probably play, Norton, Pipkins, Hymas, Sawyer, and uh, Clap, and those are going to be our starting lines going into yeah. into yeah. those preseason games because yeah. really we don't want to have injuries once again i think the one thing i love about brandon staley he did a great job of protecting players yes and we did come into that game in the raiders game as a pretty healthy game or a healthy team and probably the most healthiest i think we've been in in decades it seems like yep. um and 
you know, it's going to be just fun. That's the one thing that's going to be interesting about the preseason is that it's going to be a lot of those guys trying to make their position and solidify their position of whatever, you know, position they play. Um, so it'll be fun to watch that, too. Did you you said you had something too, Kyle, right? Um, no, I was just gonna... reading some of these uh, the, some of the chat here. Uh, OK, yes. Yeah, so obviously, like um, Hipkins was actually a third round pick. You said first round pick. That's wrong. So, yeah, yeah. But yep. It's all good. Third round. Yeah, third round. Yep. Yeah. Um, who 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 basically wasn't even ready for somebody to yeah. call him in the third round? Yeah, yeah. He was just yep. dri- driving he around was, town. That's right. He was. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's like, like oh, what? what? Someone's calling yeah. me. Oh, uh, Chargers, Chargers are calling me. Weird. Wait, oh, yeah. this is weird. Like, I guess there is. <laughs> right. That's pretty funny. Um, but the thing that's cool to hear though is that Pipkins and he's getting a lot of praise from Slater, uh, saying like, "Hey man, like he's looking great. His body's filling out, you know." And and once again, it took a couple years to be able to get there. I mean, some of these yep. guys, even like Salier, could be one of those guys that could take a little bit of time to be able to fill his body out or basically get involved in the system um, too. So it just took time for Pipkins to be there. And I, I've been on the Pipkins trains for a while. And um, my opinion though, and I know we chatted about. Andy and I and, and Kyle, we talked about um, why don't they rotate players in sometimes? Right. Like, and I yeah. get it. I, I think it's a consistency issue, right? Yeah. They want they want to keep, but but to your point, we I think you brought it up Kyle on our on our chat threads that we were talking about. Like, why 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 didn't they put Pipkins in there and give Storm a breath during the Raiders game? Right, that yeah. made more sense because you you could clearly see he was getting burned. Just put yeah. Pipkins out there. Yeah. yeah. Give another person a shot, right? Why not? Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I agree. I agree. And we got a couple other questions here right now, too. Um, So I know we're pretty much done with offense. So so if there's any offense questions, let's get over those. Yeah, exactly. That's what. So cool. um, Aether, uh, he was saying that um, guilty as charged claims that uh, if Matt Filer from the left guard position, the right tackle position, needs to be paid more. Um, mm. And he's wondering surprise if me. that's true. You know? And I actually think that that is true. Um, because, yeah. I mean, right tackle is a big position. It's a big yep. position. It's a completely different from being a guard to that. I mean, especially going from the left side to the right side. The move yeah. is all different, you know. Um, and obviously, like, actually, in a lot of ways, though, too, is like, I don't know, because, like I said before, like, the right tackle is not as critical as the left tackle. Yeah. Yep. Because well, it's the blind side. You can't. The quarterbacks doesn't see them coming from that typically. Um, so, but I think it would give him a boost. It's kind of like, you know, sure. they, and say in like a TV world, you know, for my career, like say you're a background actor um, and director likes or likes your look or whatever like that. And then the director talks to you, you get a pay boost because the director talked to you typically. Yep. And you know, it's like, then obviously, oh, if you're there, whatever, have like a one line or something like that, you're no longer a, a, a background actor or a bit part now. So, yeah, a bit gonna, part, yeah. You're going to get paid more now. So, yep. like, yeah. So, I, w- I would imagine that, you know, that the, the pay scale for Filer would jump if he had to. Yeah, you know, and, and that's an interesting conversation point, though, because think about just left tackle in general, right? How much money is Rashawn Slater going to want off yeah. of his rookie contract? Oh, yeah. Dude, I, be big. I honestly, they should probably sign him soon because extend him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like, dude, first year he's a pro bowler 
as a rookie. I'm yeah. sorry, like that's ridiculous. That is that's unheard of. So yep. as a left tackle, yeesh. So yeah, that's that's a big money conversation. Of course, you know, obviously when we talk about defense, getting Derwin James re-signed and all that stuff, we need to talk about that as well too. Yeah, but yeah. My, having said that, my point is that um, you're right. It is going to cost more money on the right tackle side. So you know they're fighting it out for that that paycheck. That's what they're fighting out for right yeah. now. You know for sure. Yeah. You know, so. and, and and with the whole Matt Filer like shifting from left guard to uh, right tackle, like I mean, thing is, Filer played phenomenal with the Steelers. Yeah, he as did. Right oh tackle. my god. Yeah, he did excellent as that position. Now, and I'm looking at it as like there's this continuity level that I think that Brandon Staley wants to keep, and he would like to be able to keep that as where it is. And I, I think we have enough talent to be able to find a good right tackle too anyways. And I think we have guys on our team that could be great right tackles too. Yeah. And even just to look at Matt Filer's current contract, he signed a three-year contract with us for 21 million. He gets 5.5 million uh, base salary with basically a $2 million signing bonus that he's going to get this year. So 7.5 million is what he's getting as a left guard. And then next year, 6.5 million with another 2 million signing bonus for an 8.5 million. So is there an extension in in if he goes to the right tackle position? I don't think if it I don't think it'll happen this year if he does go to the right tackle because he's getting paid pretty well, like yeah. seven point five million. Yeah, uh, isn't a bad payday for a guy like that, and and then eight point five next year. So yeah, I I think Filer's more an emergency situation in my opinion. Yeah, if it's gonna happen. agreed, agreed. So, so some major injuries start happening, then yeah, yep. Uh, th- there'll be some there'll be some moving around, but but look, I love. Guys, I mean, again, we, we beat a dead horse here. The depth here is amazing on every position. It just looks incredible. I mean, we're going to score points. We're going to feed. Yep. We're going to feast. Uh, you know, it's going to really boil down to uh, how are we going to stop uh, the other teams, right? So so maybe we should go into some of these questions on the defensive side, yeah. um, guys, as well. And again, keep keep throwing your questions out on the thread as well, too. I know um, – Let's scroll back and go through some of these other questions here. Yeah, you got. Yeah, I know. Had James James Richard had some questions too. Yeah, there we go. I got him right backfield. Here. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for the so, defense. Actually, before we move oh, yeah, on to that. Yeah, D-backs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Aether. He actually called you guys out too before he. Ooh. Last thing he's like, hey, so he said that you guys both uh, picked the Niners to beat us. On- <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did. I did. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah. apparently, the spread there is twenty four right now what oh yeah. serious so wow they, hey i would love to be wrong i would love yeah, to be wrong yeah. trust me i would love to be wrong yeah, you yeah. know i would be right <laughs> well I, i'll take that because i know we yeah. we kind of are a little unsure about it with that one because i mean the thing is though the niners have a really good running game generally right. i mean they they have guys that are no namers usually going in the backfield and getting 100 plus yards a game and and you know with trey lance who knows it's going to be or it's going to be garoppolo um I don't know. I don't know what yeah. to make of that team, but man, when you see a spread like that, that makes you think the Niners are not going to win a dang game all year. You know? Yeah, yeah that, that's I, a ridiculous spread. I think honestly, that the spread is like is that much because there's a lot of uncertainty behind the quarterback. Sure. Uh, agreed. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Again, we talk about Trey Lance. I yeah. I can't remember because I'm not I'm not sold on the guy yet. I think he's all right. Yeah. Um, but I'm also not sold on Jimmy Garoppolo, old Jimmy G spot. You know. Yeah. I I. <laughs> I still think he's way overpaid. I mean, he's yeah. he's overpaid, even just yeah. like uh, 
What's that guy with the guy liner? Oh, Derek Carr. Derek yeah, Carr. the guy liner guy. <laughs> Man, I can't believe he's getting paid that much money. You know, guy liner. That was that's, see, that's the funny thing too. Derek Looking Carr, like Chris Angel, dude, down in Vegas. This is reminded me too. Like I saw something too. Apparently, you know, Derek Carr, his first contract was 125 million five years. Yeah, which is crazy. At that point, and then so, yeah, and let keep in mind he has still not won a single playoff game. So, no. Like it no. just makes no sense that they're paying. They're so hyped on this guy, you know. Just like, dude, yeah, whatever. Let's just move on to the defense. Let's get in there. Yeah, uh, James, let's go. James Richard had some uh, some thoughts first. He wanted to know what he thought our uh, defense formation is going to look like. Um, yeah, he's curious uh, how many linebackers we want to keep. Uh, going to make the defensive backfield, all, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, sure. Let's let's talk about the defensive. Uh... Um, strategy. So actually on um, Chargers Weekly uh, this week, they kind of briefly chatted about that. And they were talking yeah. about, I think it's going to be one linebacker, one inside yeah. linebacker on the field. Yep. And it's going to be what, 5-5 five, five from that point. So five-man yeah. line, five, five, five. backfields, yep. defensive backs, it, one or linebacker. It, or is it six? That, oh, that's right. No, 5-1-5. Five, five. No, yeah. it's 11. Yeah, yeah. 11. Yeah. I could count. I, I, I went to I school. Can't. I can't. I got a degree. You know? <laughs> hey, it could even be 5-6. You know? I can count. We, we, just, we, just got, we just got our two edge rushers, and then we don't have anyone in the middle at all, you know? And then we'll have, like, safeties, you know, well, yeah. or the back, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, well, keep keep in mind, again, what they want, what they ideally wanted also with Derwin James, they wanted Derwin James to play star. What star yeah. is is essentially he could just go wherever the hell he wants on the field. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. They're mashing up the line, right? Again, Brandon Staley's offense, or excuse me, defense, just clog the lines. Each lineman has a gap and a half, right? You cover a gap and a half. Just bust up the lines. Do not give them a gap so they can run the ball. Right. And keep them contained. But then they want them to throw the ball because then we have guys that can catch the ball and get turn and turnovers, right? But if Derwin James was at the line closest to the ball, right. Dude, he's he's like a linebacker. I mean, right. that's what they wanted to really use him as. And yeah. but he's faster than a linebacker, and right. he could strip the ball. He's he, he, you know, getting him the ability to just do whatever he needs to do on the field. Don't forget, he wears the green dot, so he's the one covering the entire uh, defense. Yeah. Yep. He's the quarterback, so I think getting him in star and letting him do his thing, huge. It's going to yeah. be huge. Massive. So. Um, yeah, but I think a five-one-five makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that, I think yeah. that's really what he's going to do. Me too. Yep. I think it makes a ton of sense. And and the thing about it is, is like, go back as a reference to the 2018 Ravens-Chargers playoff game. Now that was a Gus Bradley game, remind you, and or a Gus Gus Bradley defense, excuse me. But basically, what he did is he just put safeties in in the box, and he didn't even he had maybe a linebacker every now and then, but yep. it was just a lot of speed in the box. And what did that do? That really confused Lamar Jackson that entire game. And we beat him up pretty hard. Yeah. Like there was fumbles, sacks. It was just, it was like an amazing game. And yep. so that's a good reference game. So go back and watch the highlights of that. If you could look at that 2018 Ravens Chargers playoff game. That game was so sick. That, that was, was probably the game. only game I liked Gus Bradley as our defensive coordinator. Uh, only game. Other than that, only yeah. game. Other than that, I'm like, I hated yeah. this guy. I want to rip his head off his body. <laughs> yeah. But. But I'll tell you what, dude, like that game, I was like, yo. But here's the thing, though. That's what that's the defense we're going to run this year. We're going to yep. clog the line, fat boys on the line, shut them down, and then have people stealing the balls in the backfield. That's exactly what yep. we're going to be doing the entire time. 
Yep. So, yeah. And I guess to even make it an even, if we go on like a 5-1-5 defense, now it sounds really odd to even say that. Right. That's where shifting of basically the inside linebackers and guys that could get cut potentially in that position. Yep. So, yeah. exactly correct. And yep. so we, we, you got obviously Kenneth Murray and Tranquil are pretty much locks and Troy Reader. So those are your guys. But then you, yeah. you got to put out, it was an amen. Uh, a- Ogbonia, 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 whatever his name is. Yeah, Ogbonia. Yeah. Uh, Ogbonia. And then Nick Neiman. It's Ogbonia. Ogbonia, yeah. And, yeah. But then we got Nick Neiman, but Nick Neiman was a really good special teamers for, yeah. for us last year. So he'll right. probably still be on the team just for special team alone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Nick Neiman was another guy that got uh, drafted by Staley, too. And Staley, I thought too. He yep. Was solid. Yep. Yeah, so he did great. That's where, like, these things are like, all right, so if Nick Neiman's not on the squad, which they listed him not on the squad, but they know that he's going to have that value to be added to the, to the um, special teams. All right, now, which one's better at special teams? Because that's where it's going to break down to, in my opinion. Who's going to make the team is, if they could basically be a good position of what of whatever they play, and then also, can they add to the special teams? And I, that's where I think that Nick Neiman should be on this team, in my opinion. But these are where these tough adjustments are going to be with yeah. this team. There's tough too much cut. talent all around. Yeah, 100%. It's Obviously, depth. <laughs> That's the yeah. word, word of the day. Depth. Depth. Depth, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. So, Tons uh, of depth. You know, I don't know, man. I mean, well, Nick Neiman, isn't he part of the, the linebacker? Yes. Yeah, so. Yep, inside. Yeah, inside. yeah. So, oh, I don't know, man. We got, we got too much. Because, I, I, honestly, with our scheme, I think we have too many uh, inside linebackers. Like yep. uh, there's going to be some heavy cuts in that position because of the uh, way, agreed the way St- Staley's uh, defense is set up. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but but you know but but he he will get a place to play if we do cut him quick. Yes. I mean, yep. Yep. I think he's a fantastic player. In fact, I really enjoyed him out there. But you know, um, but Nick Neiman, man, I think Neiman will stay. Um, I think it'll be Murray, Tranquil, Reader, and probably Neiman. Um, yep. uh, yep. that's, that'd be my prediction on the linebacker side for yep. sure. I agree. Didn't I we, agree. Well, didn't we, uh, just draft a, another linebacker? No, we didn't. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't no. get No, any. no, we didn't. Did not. Oh, no, I, was th- I was thinking of Tito. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he's a defensive he's, line. He's a... So, yeah. Um, but I know we could probably talk about the defensive backs. I know that was one of, um, the questions yeah. there. Yes. Look, here's the thing. We're going to go heavy defensive backs this year. As we already discussed, yeah. I think oh, we're yeah. going to have – so we're going to play man-to-man. J.C. Jackson's going to be man-to-man. Um, I, I think we're going to be doing a lot of man coverage this year. Um, uh, and, again, we're going to have the two high safety, right? Because yeah. Woods will probably be out there. But then also um, look at uh, – oh, my God. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? Um, Jalen Guyton. Who is the other guy that uh, – Brandon Staley said it was really good. It's having a great pre preseason. I know Kimo oh, Hall is one guy they've chatted yeah. about. Hall, oh my uh, God! Why, why, oh, uh, um, Alo- Alo- Gilman. Alohi Alohi Gilman. Gilman. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Gilman. Yeah. Gilman apparently is really stepping up. A lot of people are thinking he's going to have a breakout year. And again, when we start talking about star, right? Derwin James is our safety, but you could bring him up on the line, and he could be disruptive, or maybe yeah. just single cover. Let's say we're playing the Chiefs. Yeah. He's gonna just he'll just cover Kelsey. He'll yeah, cover yep. Kelsey. 
If Kelsey's out there, great. He's going to just man up on Kelsey. But you got Woods and maybe a Logan Gilman in the back there just covering the top. Forget about it. There's, yeah. They're not going to have a deep pass, right? And so, again, um, the one guy, though, I do think we may let go is Trayvon Campbell. He was so bad last yes. year in so many different <laughs> situations. Uh, they may keep him for depth, but I think Jasir Taylor will probably take his job. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. that's my take on that. I think just a lot of people are talking about Jasir Taylor being an extreme just freak of nature athlete. So yeah, I think yeah. he he's probably going to take his spot on like what is that the fifth or sixth position? Yeah, be um, yep. But I but I think I think he'll 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 make the squad and and Trayvon might be backup at best at this point. The Death one guy. other name that's interesting and I know he's listed as a free safety in our defense, but Mark Webb was a name that kept getting thrown out a little bit too. Who was another Georgia boy from last year that we drafted? Yeah, yeah. And so he he's an interesting guy because, and he's going to be a guy I'm going to watch in the preseason because they kind of have a little bit of hype that he's saying that he's getting in really good condition. He seems like he's going to be kind of a um, a guy that Brandon Staley's really keying on, and seems like he really wants him to be able to pan out in this team. So right. Mark Webb's another guy to keep an eye on too that could yeah. find his way on the squad somewhere or another because. Yep. He could even potentially get behind like Trey Marshall is another guy that's a free safety listed. Yeah. He could potentially get into that third slot too now. So I it, it's it's such and once again it's going to be such a hard situation getting down to 53 with this team. Yes, it's be yes. such a hard time. So that's another guy you got to think about too. But I mean, for the most part, our, our cornerbacks are going to be um, yes. cornerbacks, Jason meaning Jackson. as in J.C. Jackson, Samuel. Bryce Callahan, Callahan. Yep. Michael Davis. Davis, and then it's whoever's the fifth at that point. Like, well, yeah, Jasir Taylor probably over Campbell. Like, I just rather give him a chance over letting Campbell go out again. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of speed going on there, and and once again, it was an interesting article article that came up talking about players that might have a decrease in their or stat production, and they said J.C. Jackson's going to be one of those guys. And yep. Why would they say that? Well, it's because they're probably not going to throw to J.C. Jackson. They will they're not throw to, to him. Pick on everybody else. Yep. Yep. It's exactly right. No, no. I mean, think about that. I would rather throw to Michael Davis over yep. J.C. Jackson any yep. day of the week, or Asante Samuel. You know, um, or hey, if Trayvon Campbell's out there, whoever the hell's on him, right. <laughs> I'm throwing the ball to that guy. Which, That's my which number one all last year. If number twenty was on the field, <laughs> they're like. Pin him, 20. pin him, pin him. Go yep. for him. That's right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Anytime that he was on the field, oh, they're throwing it that way. You know, there's, uh, actually, yeah. there's actually another cornerback uh, that we picked up that was uh, undrafted. Brandon, yeah. Seb- Brandon Sebastian. So yep. it's possible that if he steps up, he might be able to take over. Get Campbell's spot. So I would like to see yep. that. Yeah. The thing is, though, once again, we're... we're, we're saying it very repetitively but at the same side like we have so much talent on this team it's going to make every player better and step up their game and elevate their game exactly 100%. and yeah, 100%. you know iron sharpens iron pretty much in this situation and so these undrafted guys could just come up out of nowhere i mean michael yeah. davis was one of those guys austin eckler was one of those guys jc jackson was one of those guys like right. so these guys could just get a lot more talent i mean when you got like players like I mean, Mack and Bosa and Van Noy and, like, then in your backfield, J.C. Jackson, Samuel, like, guys that are really, really established players that have done well, Derwin James. Like, you you start thinking of all the talent around you, and you're like, man, I got to elevate myself to be a better player. I got to find my way on this team somewhere or another. 
Or yep. if I don't make yep. this team, well, okay, maybe I'll make an impression on some other team kind of yeah. thing. So exactly. Who knows, well, so man? I mean, it's crazy to think about I was thinking about this that. today, too. The amount of depth we have, if I'm a, if I'm a Texans, uh, if I'm a, one of these teams that are just absolutely just getting crushed, like a Jets or whatever, I'm, I'm picking up every person I can get from the Chargers off yep. that gets cut. 100%. Yep. Because Agreed. They're all very good players, but we're that stacked across the board. We can't keep everybody, right? It just is yep. what it is. That's one thing I really like about football in general anyways, though, is you can't just stack your team. It's not like baseball. Baseball, you can just stack your roster and just always get a playoff spot. Look at the yep. Dodgers, Yankees every right. year. Yeah. But with, with, with football, you can't do that. You have a salary cap. I know people say it's a myth, and it really kind of is. Mm -hmm. But at yeah. the end of the day, you still can't keep players, right? I mean, look at what the Chiefs have to deal with now because they're paying so much money to Mahomes. They couldn't keep Tyreek Hill. There's no way they could keep him. And yeah. so um, it brings up interesting questions moving forward for sure. So, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. Um, you know, interesting little thought. I know uh, who, who was talking about uh, – we were talking about Davis here in the chat. Um, yeah, he, he went from uh, – yeah, James said uh, he went from a court, CB1 to CB4. Yeah, I, there's even a chance he might be a depth guy, which is crazy because he's getting paid, what, $7 million a year? Something like that. But he's a guy that I think could get traded. I mean, you think yeah. about it, I could see that happening. Yeah. Uh, we have enough yeah. depth that I could see them saying, hey, let's just get rid of that $7 million cap. If someone takes that money, uh, we could trade him off for a, you know, maybe a fifth or sixth round pick yeah. and uh, go from there. I, I could see that happening. Um. And actually, cornerbacks, who's the guy that we drafted from Ole Miss? They were talking. I'm just drawing a blank on his name, if oh. you guys remember. Um, a lot of people were saying he did very well in uh, in, in camps as well. Yeah. He, he he played very, very well. So that's another guy we need to probably put down on that list as well, too. Um, yeah, I'm just drawing a blank on his name for the life of me. You know, uh, and, and the thing about it is, is like, um, the thing about it is, is like, I just don't want to let Michael Davis go. And, no, and the reason no. why I say that is because I like him a right, lot too. You, oh. you, the thing is, though, you put somebody in like Tavon Campbell in that position and as a CB4, yeah. unless just Sir Taylor could really step up. Or once again, you know, if one of our draft picks could kind of come in here and actually, you know, really be able to fill in that CB4 position for us. Um, I, it's it's just a hard thing for me to do, but yes, the salary is the one thing that you kind of think. Hmm. Yep. I don't know, man. Uh, I think it was Dean Leonard who you were. Dean Leonard. About that's too. it. Yep. Yes. Yep. I was just yeah. gonna say yeah. that. I didn't they, interrupt you. People were in, yep. in the chat. They were talking about him as well. They were talking pretty high about him. Yeah, it, yeah. It's. I think he could be a guy that could step up and be our dude, man. I. I really. Because here's the thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Michael Davis. You know, I like Michael Davis. And um, again, I know about his background. Undrafted. Went to BYU. Um, he got, he was, he was sat down the last, his senior season at BYU because they thought, Hey, you know what? I'm a senior. I'm going to play. Yep. And Bronco Mendenhall, the coach of the chart or uh, BYU did not want that. He's like, no, you're not going to play. You, you're not trying hard enough. Yep. And he had to fight his way back onto a team. And so the, the thing that I think with Mike, the problem with Michael Davis, so with Staley's offense or excuse me, defense, why am I saying offense defense, <laughs> you have to know how to read and react quickly right it's not yeah. just about covering your guy it's what if it's a running play and you know you, you've got to go to the middle and, and and you know there's a lot of moving parts across the board it's not just covering the person in front of you it's understanding situationally where you're at in the field and i think that's been his knock a little bit um from last year but i will say this though 
because there's so much depth, the cream is going to rise to the top on all these positions, guys. Yeah. And if Michael Davis wants it, it's his it's his position to lose, right? Yeah. He's already the guy, right? Yeah. He was already our guy last year. So, um, anyways, it'll be really inter- it'll be interesting to see how he responds. I guess that's the best okay. way of saying it. How is he going to show up in training camp this year? And is he really going to step up and be that QB one again? Well, you obviously won't be QB one, but you know QB three, you know the main guy out there, right? Is he going to take over Bryce Callahan's right. spot or whatnot, right? So, anyways, yeah. I'm excited to see that battle. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, and the one thing too about Bryce Callahan, though, too, he's kind of an injury injury prone kind of guy. He is. He is. Lots of yep. talent, but injury prone. So that's where it's like I get scared to think, like, man, if we moved on from Michael Davis, you know, there's a chance that I mean, and in, in the NFL, there's a hundred percent chance you're going to get injured at some level, at, and at so some point, yeah, at some point you're going to get injured. And I mean, even to say injury is one thing, oh, rolled ankle, whatever it is, something, yeah. you know, jacked up shoulder, hence like Derwin James all of a sudden has surgeries on his shoulders, which ironically, Jalen Ramsey just had surgery on his shoulders. He was playing with two jacked up shoulders last year, too. So, yeah. um, and guess what? He still won a Super Bowl and played all year. So I, it's kind of odd to think that surgeries or excuse me, blown out sh- shoulders are still able to be, you know, out there on the field and running around and did what Derwin James and Jalen Ramsey did last year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, got it. It, it's it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. I, I did see a question by L.A. OG and he's talking about what's our thoughts about this defense being a, a top three defense. And I oh, yeah. 100% feel that's 100%. a great answer. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, easy. I, I thought in my mind and I <laughs> almost every single year I play fantasy football and I always like low key always choose the Chargers because I think this is going to be the year. <laughs> this is the year where they're going to be a number one defense. And, you know uh, it. And uh, they just don't pan out. But. The thing is, though, this year has so much talent that this is definitely a great, great shot at being a top three defense. And once again, I thought, man, wouldn't that be cool to be able to do a Bolt Bros like fantasy uh, league too? Oh like, yeah, I think we, that we should do that too. Awesome. I think, we should I do think that. That sounds like a good idea. What do you guys think in yeah. the chat, man? Just let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we would love we, to be able we, to do something like do that. That'd be awesome. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So maybe we should move on to safeties now. I know uh, we talk about Derwin, Nas Adderley, obviously Eloy Gilman, and then JT Woods. Um, You know, it's going to be interesting to see. I think they will they will carry four safeties this year for sure. I I I, look. I again, what they want again last season, um, they wanted Derwin James to run star, but they couldn't do it. They didn't have the personnel for it. Um, What was it? Chris Harris got hurt like very early on in the season. They wanted him to really be safety for a while there because he's a big, big body and he can do and he can move really well. But if you could get Nas Alodi Gilman and JT Woods to be our our safeties and let Derwin just run amok on the field, yo, forget about it. Like that is absolutely nuts. Cause I mean Derwin James was hurt all last season, right? He had a torn meniscus all last season, but he still played. Yeah. And that guy's just a freak of nature. So again, yeah. Again, it's it it's it's the conversation we had with Eckler, right? Allowing Derwin to move around, but are we losing anything up top, right? Can yeah. JT Woods catch balls? Can Gilman step it up? You know, where's Adderley going to be this next yeah. year? Yeah. Um, I think that's really what it's going to boil down to, right? So, yeah, and you know the thing is though, and I and Brandon Staley. Well, actually, I think it was either Charger podcast talking a little bit about it that they're basically going to put JT Woods out there in the backfield and let yeah. Derwin be that yep. guy in the middle and you know that's going to be exciting and I'm, I'm actually really excited about JT Woods I, I think personally I, I 
maybe maybe I'm a weirdo for thinking this, but I think Nas Adderley's a good player. I don't think he's really panned out as where he got drafted so far. I think he's good, but I don't know if he's gotten to that level yet. His first year obviously was injured. Second yeah. year he did okay. Last year he did okay. But I feel like there's kind of a level that I, I'm kind of a little unsure about the guy. And I think if JT Woods could really pan out, because there's some side that I look at JT Woods that he's kind of a weird, like, another version of Derwin James, a tall, yes, lanky guy. Yeah, yeah he's a, a freak hop. of nature, man. Yeah, yeah. and a ball. And yeah. so, like, personally, I'm interested to see where this goes with JT Woods and where he gets positioned here, too. And yeah. Elohi Gilman, too, has been talked a lot about. But at the same side, like, Lohi wasn't drafted by Staley, too. And I, I'm, no. I, I'm always thinking in my head, the coach that's in wants his guys that he wanted in. And so he's thinking, man, JT could come in there and just make a splash and start really pushing a little bit more towards Nas's position. And yep. I don't know, the first day that JT Woods came in after he signed his contract, which, hallelujah, we got all of our rookies under contract. Right. Yep, all of them under contract now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you so, know, I think you're right, first, though. I mean, Nas is the guy that if there's going to be a safety that's going to be out, it's going to be him. But I yep. have heard that he's uh, being talked really highly of right now. Um, yep. I could have sworn, like, I just saw something that he's stepping up. And he's doing a really good job right now. Of course, yep. it's, all, it's all on paper right now, you know? It, all paper. Yeah, it we're is. We're a paper team. It's a, it's we're a paper, paper team, team right now. Yeah, paper that's right. team. That's, 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 what, that's what Big Max said. We're that's a paper right. team. That's all we is. That's right. <laughs> but you know what? And that's the thing, too. Is like Austin Eckler just said that recently. He was like, you know what? I mean, we sound really good on paper right now, but that's, that's whole totally different than playing on the field. So we got to get that. we got to see how that pans out when we actually play on the field because that's how real things are actually found out. Well, Super Bowls are one in June. They're not one in July, you know, and, and okay. it's all looks great right now. And I think the thing is, though, it's interesting. I think it was CBS 8 uh, San Diego that was interviewing uh, during media day a lot of the Charger players. And all of them pretty much had the same thought that it's like, hey, look, we're, we're just a paper team right now. Yeah. yeah, we know what we have in front of us. But at the same side, we're not allowing it to make us feel like we could come into this season cocky, basically. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. We still have to go out there and do the job and do it well. And we know what could be in front of us, but we still have to go out and do the work. And so, yeah, I, I like hearing that mentality as a team um, because, I mean, it's this is very exciting for the Chargers fans to go out there and see a team this loaded for once. Um, and with this ability, in my opinion, still it's AFC championship game or bust uh, for this team. Um and so, once again, I think we just got to get out there and get it get, get it done. So, let's just make sure we stay healthy in week one and all the yep. way to week 18, all the way to 20 and 0 season. Right. Uh, we're healthy all the way. <laughs> let's do it. 20 and 0. So, but for the safety position, there could be a little bit of adjustments there. There sh could be a little bit of changes there. I mean, Mark Webb is one of those guys that kind of gets his name thrown out there every now and then. So, we'll see where that kind of leads. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows where that goes? I know we did chat about the D line too, so uh, we need to talk about that. Yeah, those, those are the blockbuster boys. Blockbuster you know, oh, boys. the big boys, all button gut, dude, all button gut boys, thighs and buys yeah. all day long, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the the thing that's crazy about that blockbuster boys, and when they were saying that, I was like, what do they mean? Like, like the video store or something like that? Like, 
That's yeah. And I was like, oh, Blockbuster boys. The guys oh, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah, okay. Bust the blocker in front of them. Yes. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> Took a while to figure that out. I don't know. But, you know, the thing that's cool, so you got obviously Sebastian, Sebastian Joseph Day is kind of the leader of the line. Right. Um, and uh, it's been fun to watch his videos, and I think he was mic'd up or whatnot for one of the Chargers videos. And he just seems like a guy that really just unites the team. And he gets every player involved, like when Morgan Fox was there stretching or whatever, and basically he got him, I think it was recently signed after Morgan came on board. Like he's like, oh man, hey Morgan, I didn't see you over there. Let's go hang out. Like, and he just wanted to stretch next to him, make him feel a part of the team. Yeah. Sebastian's like joking with everybody. Like, I'm excited to see him on this field because even last year before he got injured, yeah. he was having a career year. Like yeah, he, he was. was one of his best years ever, got injured, still won a Super Bowl under the Rams. So that's kind of nice for him. Um, but, you know, you got Austin Johnson there, Tillery, Fox, Fajoko, uh, Tito, Tito over there too. And Even these two, they listed. But where's Covington at in this thing too? Like, there has yeah. to be a shift to be able to get him on there too. So And then Gaziano too. Gaziano, yeah. And that's yep. been another name out there. So right. that's yeah. another position that's gosh like where are we going and then i know somebody was asking in the chat too about sue yeah now my thing that i've always thought about with sue is he goes where the money goes yeah and yeah absolutely that's all he cares about that's all he yep. cares about i mean yeah, he's hey got, he's got a pay. championship already you know so he's like all right yeah. well i just want to get paid now to, to do this right see and and again i because i know uh was it mia mia kimes she yeah, she's a babe too. So I mean, Mina Kimes, right? You know, and like, and she was talking about she was she was pitching Sue to go to the Chargers, right? Yeah. And you could kind of tell he was okay with that idea, but I don't think I think he knows he's not going to get paid as much money at the Chargers. He would get paid more money if he went to the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so uh, there's been talk that he might go to the Raiders as well, which would be really interesting. Um, right. And the Raiders just spend like, money stupidly all the time. They just blow sure. money left yeah, and right. Sure. Like, it just doesn't matter. Right. And the thing about it is, is, like, Sue is a very reliable, durable body. Yes. And, I mean, yes. he's 35 going into the season, I believe. Um, I mean, in last season, his PFF was actually pretty low um, as a player. But he still did get six sacks. Yeah. I mean, a big body on the line like that that can't be moved is always really good on a line. Um, but my whole thoughts is, is that... I don't think Sue's coming here because I don't think we have enough position for him. Now, yep. I did throw out just the idea. And, and once again, going back to he goes where the money, where they pay him, basically. And yeah. so he, in that same exact vein, when um, Mina Kimes was asking about go to the Chargers, he said, ah, you know, I don't like the taxes there in California. Yeah, he <laughs> made a comment. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. So, I mean, he's like Money Manziel over here. Yeah. yeah. Saying, no, give me that money. Money Manziel, dude. Yeah, pay me the money. So. Where states that don't tax as he heavily, right, and I think it's state taxes that they don't charge, is uh, Florida, Nevada, Tennessee, Texas, and Washington. So you got to think yeah. of all those teams that he could potentially go to. Yeah, I think it's a good chance that he would probably go to the Raiders. I could see him in Tennessee too, um, yeah, with the Titans. I can see that. Yeah. Um, but I did kind of throw an idea out there that if we look at the D line and say, okay, Jerry Tillery's kind of been that guy on the cusp that we're yes. like, I mean, he was getting blown up. I mean, what do we call him? Speed bump? Is that what Speed his bump, nickname yeah. was? That's, that's Speed bump, dude. For us, yeah. <laughs> he just like lays down. Oh, you had to jump over me. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, so Speed bump gets traded, and I and I will say, if 
hypothetically, if he gets traded, he's going where Gus Bradley goes, which is the Colts. Yeah. So he'll get traded there. That'll give a $3 yeah. million dollar savings. He could sign Sue to a $6 million, say, fully guaranteed contract, um, just as a hypothetical thing. Yeah. Got that cap space to do that. So really, in the end, we're only signing him for $3 million, in yeah. a sense. So yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's really going to happen. Uh, but there's a lot of things in this offseason that have been pretty wild. Um, but that's just kind of my thoughts. But, I mean, for the for the most part, our D-line's pretty solid where it's at, in my opinion. And there's yeah, a lot of yeah. guys that could shift in and out and could be some kind of odd cuts there, too. So, I mean, like, Fajoko is one of those guys that I keep thinking about that he had a great rating against the run last season. Yeah, and, he did. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he's, he's a Samoan homie, that thick body dude, and he just could push people around, dude. You Eating know? that poi, dude. Eating that poi. Ain't nothing yeah, wrong with that. Eating that poi. <laughs> getting it and then you got tito man i think tito's gonna be good man i yeah. mean you know and gaziano and covington did well i mean yeah guys like, again we say the word depth so many times over and over again it's just we got depth everywhere i think morgan fox will do really well too i think he will be a very good player so you know it's funny man you know again people keep talking about in the chat that boy it'd be really interesting to see how it's going to break down on these cuts because they're these are going to be hard cuts Right. Yeah. These are not going to be easy cuts. And, and I guarantee when these cuts happen, we're going to be like, wow, I'm kind of shocked that that happened. And I'm surprised we're letting this person go and so on and so forth. So, yeah, uh, it will be interesting to see for sure. It'll be an interesting situation. Um, but uh, going on to the outside linebackers, you know, um, you know, you got your Mac and Joey Bosa. So you got yeah. Mac and Bosa. Kyle Van Noy seems to be kind of positioned as an outside guy linebacker at the moment yeah um hearing great things about chris rump i i, I think andy you were saying that uh yep. Bosa kept calling him bean stick or something or yeah bean yeah or something like that or bean whatever pole, bean pole, yeah because he was super yeah. thin but uh he's starting to kind of thicken up from what i'm hearing too yep. so he's starting to get better and everything there too uh amike imbule i think is how you say his last name yeah imbule yep um and then jamal davis is one of those guys that i think kyle's been pretty high on too. Yep. Jamal Davis. Yeah, position. yeah. I've I've like really liked uh, seeing him a lot. Like he posts a lot of like footage of him on uh, Instagram a lot. A lot of his film reels and stuff. Dude, he he penetrates through that line really good. And like I'm like yep. he he really has a, a good chance making the team. I getting that starter position. Well, not like a first position. He could. Take over Rumpf or M. Bully, like easily. Yep. Um, but yeah, also, but also in the same same regard too is like I don't know if I know Kyle Van Noy. Like a lot of people think that he's gonna go to the, end. but I think he actually might put him on the inside because he actually has really good pass covering. So um, he may actually be like the leader of that whole position. Give that some veterans, then. Then that that could be when or Jamal Davis actually goes in as well. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I think they'll move Kyle Vanoy around a lot. I think he's gonna wear a lot of different hats just because I, I could see maybe, you know, uh Bosa taking a, a series off or you know, maybe even you know, Khalil Mack taking a series off. Okay, we'll put all right, then you know, K, KVN get in there and uh, do some pass rushing and you know we'll see how you do. I think they're going to move him around. He's he's a ver he's a versatile player. I think that's really what what he'll be doing a lot. And yep. it'll it'll be a game plan decision as well too, right? Who are they playing against? What do they need him for? Um, 
Yeah, I think I think that's the yeah. with KVN. Uh, yeah. He's kind of like a Swiss Army knife in the linebacker core, in my opinion. For sure. For sure. You know, and it was interesting. Herb just asked a question about what do you think? And I think somebody else asked the question, too, and put some crazy stats oh. out there about the amount of sacks Bosa and Joey or Bosa and Mac are going to get in the picks yeah, I, that are going to happen. I mean, I, man, I, 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 I don't even know what those predictions are going to be because, I mean, I'd I, say 10 each, 10 each. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's so, a so around 20. I think 20 per 20, 20 total for the season is what I think. Now, the mixture could be a little bit different, but I yep. think I think 20. 20 makes sense to me. Yeah, that make, that I makes mean, a 10, lot of sense. It's like too. a base, in my opinion, for yeah. those guys. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's, but but again, like how how do you stop them? Right. You can yeah. again. Uh, Joey Bosa was double and triple teamed last year yeah. all year. Yeah, they all knew stop Joey Bosa. They can't do that now. No, they yep. cannot do that now. Nope. And yep. so, dude, <laughs> they're gonna feast, man. And yeah. th- that's why Joey Bosa showed up to OTAs. He hasn't showed up in OTAs in forever, mm-hmm. and he's so excited for the season. So, and you you could tell he's excited. You could also tell he was sad that certain people are not here anymore. Linville Joseph and a few of the other folks. Yeah. You 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 know that was the very Kaiser humanistic yeah. aspect of everything. He was like, yeah, you know, I'm sad they're not here. They can't enjoy this with us. And and that's true, right? Because you, you get a bond with your players that you're playing yeah. with. But I think he also recognizes they have a better team now. Yeah. To do more in the playoffs in every game, right? And and making things better and easier to get wins. Yep. So that's exciting. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and for picks too, you know, like J.C. Jackson. Somebody said in there about five. I think is Ellie O.G. For J.C. Jackson, I feel that's about right, and he's going to have a pick six too, in yeah. my opinion. Yep. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I I could totally see that happening. Somebody said something about J.T. Woods too, having like three. <laughs> I think it might have been kind of a funny post, but I think it said yeah. three picks with three uh, to the house, basin, right, basically. Right. So three picks, three to the house. I'll take that all day. You know, that's <laughs> I'll take that all day. Yeah. Uh, Hell yes, I'll I want think, that. I think we'll probably have at least like three. Team total, uh, pick six. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about like three for one player. That'd be that'd be nuts. That'd be yeah. amazing. But yeah, I'll see. Yeah, I I definitely see J C Jackson getting like about five picks, whatever. Because not definitely not nine. Because the caliber of the quarterbacks that we have in the West are much higher than yes. over the AFC yes. East. So yeah, I mean, because yeah. the oh, only for sure. the only good quarterback in the AFC East right now is uh, Josh Allen. So yeah, like, the rest are just like okay, cool, whatever, you know. But, um, so yeah, so I, I think that's kind of where we're gonna what we're gonna see out of uh, JC Jackson. That about five picks, um, team totals. We'll probably get uh, maybe maybe two other picks from other players here and there, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like Derwin, I, I I'm hoping that he'll actually because he he missed a lot of uh, picks last year too, and he I did. think it was a little bit yeah. after his shoulder was jacked up. So yeah. I mean, obviously raising your shoulders or raising your arms it's hard to be able to put it fully up and not feel some sort of pain in your shoulder so um if he's healthy i think he's gonna have a phenomenal year this year he'll he'll be pro bowl once again in my opinion and um i mean you got to throw in asante samuel which if he could be like his dad which always was kind of a pest in the backfield um asante samuel senior was awesome for the patriots and i loved watching him yeah. Um, and then you throw on Bryce Callahan, too, as another guy out there. Right. And the thing is, though, this defense could be so special 
as a defense yep. because there's such a strong front end of this defense and a strong back end. And the thing is, though, the middle of the field is going to be ran by basically Derwin, and then you're going to have some speedsters in the middle, too, that could just create chaos all around. And I I always go back to Bobby Ross and his quote. It says, you win the game at the lines, basically. You yeah. win and lose exactly. at the lines. Exactly. Yep. We've got a great O-line. we got a great D-line. Like, now we got backfield that could basically create chaos. Well, mm-hmm. I, I should say a defensive line that could create chaos because, I mean, no offensive line wants to say, wow, now I have to deal with basically Mac on one side and Bosa on the other side, too. And then you got basically a, a mean middle front there that could penetrate to get through, too. So, yeah. And then even to say if Derwin James comes blitzing in or even a quarter blitz comes in, dude, how do you protect this stuff, dude? Like, yeah, yeah. it's it's going to be chaotic in the, the, you know, guy liner, Derek Carr <laughs> game one is going to get sacked like 10 times game one. Oh, my gosh. That? Yes. I want to see him get dry humped all over the field, dude. <laughs> yep. Just dry humped. Just this freaking... absolutely just devastated. Yep. Oh, yep. God. It's going to be Joey yep. Bosa and Cole oh. Mack are going to be like Hulk to Loki from Avengers. He's just going to get tossed <laughs> around on the ground, you know? Oh, my yeah. God. I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. Uh, I would love that. That would be so great. Yeah. I mean, just, just nothing. I, I, I don't want to see him do anything correctly. Just I want to see his helmet just all just – you know, <laughs> askew and like, like, you know, the grass yeah. all over his face. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh yeah, that's right. You're a lawn dart sucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a, it's a home game though. So he's not going to have yeah. grass in there. Cause it's an well, that's turf. true. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. True. So he's going to be eating rubber, uh, all that turf. All, all, all... <laughs> Eat my rubber. Eat that's my, my rubber. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Eat my rubber. Yeah. Eat my rubber. Eat my rubber. Up. Yeah, oh so God, I don't weird. know. It, this this defense could be so amazing to watch, and I can't wait. Like, you know, maybe how about we throw out a bold prediction for this team at, for offensive defense? Oh, Let's man. say we get back to that uh, fourteen yeah. and two season, and we're number one defense, number one offense again this season. Bold yeah. prediction. There you go. We're we're going all the way. Number one for both I, caps. We're we're definitely top five in both. Uh, yep. I think we're going to be top five in both. I and. and and again, it's it's largely because Brandon. St- Here's the thing. You see what the Rams did with Brandon Staley's defense, right? They're obviously running his defense, but they have the talent on that side to run that defense effectively. And I think now you have the talent on the defensive side to actually run a defense as good as they have over there at, for the Rams. So, so again, we already have a top five offense. I would argue we'll probably have a top five defense. And then now if we could just get our special teams to be top 10-ish. Um, yep. Boy, forget about it. Yeah. Forget about right. it. Statistically, yeah. we will be in the playoffs and we will have a Super Bowl run. Right? right. It, it's yeah. it's it's really going to boil down to our defense this year, 100%. I, I, yep. We are going to score, but we need our defense to step up and make stops. That's what we need. Yes, absolutely. You know, and, and, and just to talk about the special teams too. I mean, and the thing that's... I've always kind of thought about this. Vizcaino last season, you know, how many how many shanked kicks that he had where they were just off. I could have made those. I could have made those attempts, I should say. Yeah. Um, they were just flying all over the place. And I think the thing about Staley did in, in solidifying with Dustin, Dustin Hopkins, I mean, an established veteran that gets the job done. J.K. Scott, same thing. Josh Harris, long snapper, gets the job done. Like, it's about having those established guys in those positions. And, 
you know, what makes the special teams work are the guys in front of him to make sure they make those blocks that don't get a block kick, block punt, whatever it might be, or block punt is, yeah, well, block punt is possible, but, you know, just having those guys in the right position to be able to make that system work. And, and I do think that, um, we're, we're pretty solid in that position too. I, I think we have good established guys. I don't think we have any guys that are there to be able to really make any sort of, you know, push to push any of those guys out. But, um, that is a critical part of this, um, team too. So I, I think top 10 seems pretty, pretty good in my opinion, um, for, for special teams. Mm-hmm. And once again, who knows if we're going to just going to keep going for it on fourth down anyways. Like, yeah, yeah like I, I don't goals. know. I don't know if that's going to happen, um, so much this year, you know, because yeah. I mean, last year, like it may have happened because our special teams was not that good. And, yeah. and our defense was so and, bad. And our yeah. defense was not getting it. So yeah. it's like, well, yeah, let's just go for it, you know? So, um, but the, I was going to say this though too, is like, I mean, I think our offense is going to stay about top five or whatever, but our defense and special teams doesn't need to be top five. I, I say top 10. It, heck, even, even like the, yeah, top 10, maybe a little bit less than, uh, we're, and we're solid. You know, we're good. You don't need to have the best of everything in order to be the team. I mean, look at the Bills. They were, uh, last year, they were the top five on everything. And they, yep. Yeah, they were. And they dropped the ball in the playoffs. So, yep. and because, you know, the team that wanted it more ended up winning. So, yep. Right. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, it's so funny. I always see this Herbert and um, Joe Burrow discussion who's a better quarterback. And I'm like, is that even a conversation, right? Yeah. Like, like, I just don't see Joe Burrow. He's got good players around him, and those yep. those players are making him look good. Of course, he did have a terrible offensive line. He was sacked a ton terrible. last year. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. So yeah. I have to give him that, that he really is a, a good uh, quarterback for, the, for the, the line that he has. Yeah. But, man, just the things that Justin Herbert can do compared to Joe Burrow. Come on, man. A 65-yard bomb against the yeah. Giants like that? Are you kidding yeah. me? You don't see that in the <laughs> NFL. Yeah. You don't Stupid. see it. Yeah. So, uh, nah, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, they're not in the same camp in my opinion. But, yeah. you know, it's interesting argument with him. Um, sure. So, should we talk about special teams? I know, uh, you know, we could probably go into that a little bit, uh, sure, kind of wrap up with may that. As, may as well. Let's wrap up with that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, we chatted a little bit about it. I mean, it's the thing about it is it's like there's really probably not a whole heck of a lot to really chat about. I think we just got good, solid, established guys there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's really about the other guys that could be on the team that are in the outside linebacker, right. cornerback, whatever it might be, that could just make sure they go out downfield, be at the right position to be able to block the guy catching the the punt, and you know hopefully they're going to be a guy that actually can make some you know some uh, plays on blocking a punt to be able to get a fumble or whatever it is yeah. or whatnot. So right. I don't know. It's kind of a tough one to be able to kind of really know where we're going to be at with that, but that's where those guys that will make the fifty three or mm-hmm. the guys that make yeah. a difference on special teams. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. literally their their goal. Um, yeah. Find a way to be able to get on the team through becoming or through the special teams. And yeah. I think that's kind of where these guys like just Sir Taylor needs to be able to make his 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 stamp. Uh, maybe even yep. JT Woods. Yes. JT um, Woods, yeah. Another guy too. Yeah, 100%, so 100%, yeah. You know, so that's where it's going to be the deciding factor. And this is going to be such a difficult task for <laughs> them to figure out this 53. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 going to be tough. And and again, when we talk about making that 53, a big part of that is special teams, right? Mm-hmm. Because you got to wear two hats if you're going to make this squad at this point, yep. right? Okay. 
Great. Well, you know what? You're our running back four, right? You're Kelly or whoever, Roundtree. But you're going to play special teams as well, right? Yep. Um, so it, it really, it, that's really what's going to round out the, the 53 man roster for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, I'm just <laughs> so excited. Every every time I watch a video about the Chargers, I just get more and more excited, and I just think there's just the skies are the limit, man. I mean, yes. I think it's 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 our Super Bowl to lose this year, guys. Yep, yep. I, I'll say it that way. Um, it, yep. it, it is it is truly our Super Bowl to lose. I think we have all the talent. And, and I know we say this every year, but this year is different, right? We have so much more talent across the board, especially on the defensive side. Man, if we don't even at least make the Super Bowl, it will be a disappointment to me. I mean, I, I will I will be drinking a bottle of bleach with you on air as well, too, <laughs> Kyle. Let's go. So it'll, it'll be get, one get bolt shots. row left because I won't be uh, drinking a gallon of bleach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. So I, I was going to say one thing, and, and we were chatting a little bit about will Staley be going for it on fourth downs? And so let, <laughs> let's say this. Let's say our defense – well, I'll go actually to last year. There was a lot of times that we went for it that were kind of questionable fourth down choices. And yeah. what did the defense still do? For some reason, they figured out how to stop the, the dang ball, and then they yeah. gave up nothing or basically gave up just a field goal. I understand three points is still three points. I get it. But let's say this defense is so rock solid that we could be like, ah, we'll go for it on fourth down every time because you can't go on our defense. Our defense is going to crush you every yeah. single time. Can't run. So, yeah. Yeah. You can't run. You can't run. Yeah. Can't yeah. pass. Can't do anything. No fly. So, can't run. Can't pass. Yeah. What are you yeah. going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. So, like, let's just keep going for it on fourth down. Like, and just see what that's, happens. That's like, yeah. Well, I you mean, know, and that's a good point because you're keeping their defense out there as well, too. And they're going to get more gas. And then they're right. just going to be weaker in the court in the fourth quarter anyways, right? Yeah. All gas, no breaks. Right. Or, right. you know what? Yeah, that I should put that on my dating profile, right? <laughs> or maybe it's all ass, no breaks. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> no, it's, 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 uh, Herbs, it's like Herb says there's bolt up, don't punt. There you yeah, go. That's right. I'm telling you. Yeah, go for it, man. I mean, go for it. Who cares? I mean, going back to um, back in San Diego, Chargers days, uh, the 2007 season, 2006 season, or whatnot. I remember the chance in the in the stadium was you can't run, just like what Kyle was saying. Yep. Like, there's going to be a swagger to this defense that I'm gonna love to see. That these they're gonna play somewhat a little bit more like, I'm not trying to say cocky, but extremely confident as a defense. That we're gonna make you, we're gonna make it hard on you. And we're going to play at such a high level that I think that, heck, I mean, maybe maybe we're going to start playing it exactly like Madden. Never, never basically uh, <laughs> punt the ball, yeah. always go for fourth, and always go for two-point conversions every single time. Like, but, but, but then, but you think about it, though, you got Justin Herbert, arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league, right? Who cares? Let him go out there and get his reps and do his thing, right? And... Right. You know, especially at the beginning of the game, right? You could be aggressive at the beginning of the game. But you got plenty of time to make up yeah. for it later on in the yeah, game exactly. as well, too. And so, yeah, sure. I could see them them doing that a lot this year as well, too. But um, I think he'll probably be a little more conservative. Um, yeah. But uh, he doesn't have to be, though, right? I yeah. think if we're if we're that balanced a team, you know, I, of course, maybe going for it on our own thirty might might not be a, a, a good, sure. you know, idea moving forward. But you know, fifty yard line, why not? Right, yep. fifty yard line, no big right. deal. Yep, and that's where that's where I wish and kind of hoped that the Chargers ended up going after Matt Ariza. I mean, 
once again, if we did go for it at and say we're, you know, on the 20 yard line, uh, their 20 yard line, I should say, I mean, we could boot the ball 60 plus yards or whatever it is to be able to kind of put it to a deeper position for them. Yeah. So it puts us in a better position all around right. for our defense to potentially get a sack, uh, fumble into the end zone or whatever it is. So there's like these things that you kind of think about that I wish Matt Ariza came on the Chargers and his hang time is ridiculous too. Right. So yep. that helps out the special teams even better. Absolutely. But yeah, you know we got we got our team and we got our guys. I mean, I'm I'm interested to see where that leads for that fourth down yeah. calls this season. Yeah. Well, J- and JT JK Scott's a, a better punter than Long. Yes. Long really yeah. was struggling last year. He did not do well. He had this weird like slow wind up. Yeah. And I was like, man, dude, like kick the forever. damn ball, dude. Yeah. Like, what is yeah. going on? And yeah, that's why. Yeah. He, he's so he constantly got blocked. Out. Constantly got hit yep. in some way. You know. Yep. Yeah. He's just moving too. Slow. Oh. Um, so, uh, so uh, I, I like what LAOG said. Remember, Kyle, we talked about this when we were in Maui. Yeah. He said, we want uh, Staley, Mr. Big Balls. We, we might have to get a shirt out there yeah. uh, that we were talking about. Uh, the That's Staley right. with, the, with the, the Big Balls from uh, uh, South Park or whatever. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> we, we, need, we do need to get some more merch on that site as well, too. Yes. So uh, no. we need to probably start doing some more, uh, you know, merch uh, type it's stuff. For stuff. sure. We, we definitely need to get Swolbert out there as well, too. That would be yep. a good one. Yep. Swolbert, yeah. dude. We should get Blockbuster Boys, too. Blockbuster oh, Blockbuster Boys. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like that. Yeah. Put, the, put the defensive line pictures of their heads and just put Blockbuster Boys. Oh, no, there you go. I like that. That would be great. We're going to sell oh, them. Fantastic. I'm going to put them all in Blockbuster uniforms. Dude. Oh, there we go. There you go. There you go. Dude, how sick would that be? We could send a t shirt to them, too, to all the Blockbuster Boys. There you go. So they all walk around with a Blockbuster Boys t-shirt. Oh, that's right, yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> that three XLs though, dude. Those are those would be like three Shit. XLs, man. Yeah, big right? size, big, yep. big boys. Yep. <laughs> Beefy. Beefy. Well, um, yeah, I, think I guess for it. the most part, we're pretty much good on talking about the team. I know we chatted a little bit about uh training camp. Training camp's about a month away. Mm-hmm. Uh check it out. There's a full schedule online too. I think there's even some night practices too. So I think it's kind of a first come first serve situation to be able to go yes. there yeah um so you can get tickets to reserve if you're traveling into the city that's not a bad idea to do that um i think there's going to be some scrimmages between i think the cowboys yeah. i believe too yeah we play the cowboys yeah that's cowboys yeah. before the preseason game so. yep and i always think yeah, we, we should uh watch. we should we should plan a trip out there james and um you know Three go cowboys. watch that it's a lot of fun i mean yeah, it, it's a lot of fun being down there for sure. So, you yeah. know, I won't pull my hamstring yeah, uh, yeah. before we do the whole, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, don't, the, don't be don't be pulling no hammies this time for the, the Madden tryouts, you know. <laughs> the Madden tryouts, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was horrible. That's, oh, it was embarrassing. Oh, my God. Oh. Couldn't believe that happened. Oh, man. <laughs> That's wow. great. Yeah. Pull bro down. Pull bro down. Pull bro down. Bro I'm down. on the beach. Oh, my God. What did I do to my hamstrings? That was uh, terrible. Tell my mama I love her. Yeah. <laughs> go uh, on without any, me. Yeah. Go on without me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, any last thoughts? Just kind of wrap it up, guys. Um, I don't know. I know we uh, have a couple different people kind of just chatting in the chat and everything like that. But yeah, uh, yeah James Richard, we got to beat the Raiders week one. It, I, oh, my man. opinion is going to be my last thought on this. Week one, we need to beat the Raiders. Week two, we need to beat the Chiefs because that's yep. key. And I think yep. James brought it up. We need to be four and two in the division to be able to win the division. Yeah. And I, and I 100% feel that's that's the case. So, 
Those first yeah. two weeks are major for us. Major for the team. Yeah. And I think it's totally doable. I think it's totally doable. So right. that's my last thought. Kyle, what do you got? My last thought is, hey, man, uh, join us in the for Mission Bay. Uh, you know, you guys are joining us yep. late. You guys missed the announcement early on. But uh, we got the, an event going on. It's not our event. It's uh, Thunder Alley. They're doing a, a tailgate event over Swoopin' D um, out in Mission Bay, July 10th, starting at 11 a.m. Um, there's going to be a DJ there. There's going to be games. There's gonna be food. There's going to be drinks. You know, it's going to be a party. It's going to be a good time. Like, you know, it doesn't matter if you're you're in California or not. Just come on out, man. Have a good time with us. I know it's going to be after uh, 4th of July, essentially, weekend. So people might need, you know, still be hung over from that or whatever. But uh, um, so that's a good event. But then also, you know, going into the, the uh, training camp, uh, July 30th, there's also going to be a, t- a tailgate as well. That's going to be right in the parking lot over there before before training camp um and training camp also starts at like 8 a.m so so that'll that that tailgate situation will start uh, way early i suppose and uh yeah well let's have a good time man these chargers fans yep. like let's bolt up and let's, let's let's do this man let's get let's charged let's charged up for the season you know andy over andy over here Writing some funny stuff in the chats yeah. over here. Dude. Yeah, he is. We're going to donkey punch them hoes, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. What's, what's yeah, your last get some more thing? emojis in the little chat here, too. I like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> yep. What's, what's your last thoughts to wrap it up, Andy? Yeah. Yeah, no, look. I, again, I, we've said this so many times. Depth. Guys, we have – last year is a great example of the defense – not being pushed. Michael Davis is a great example. He was a QB, a cornerback one. He wasn't pushed. He was pretty much the guy, and there was no other option. You know, Chris Harris came in, but, you know, he got injured pretty quick. We don't have that luxury now. Every one of these people on that list is fighting for a job. There's not one person on that list. Like, I mean, great example. We look at Trayvon Campbell. We didn't have a choice. All right, go for it. See what you can do. Um... We don't have that problem anymore this year, right? We have so much depth across the board. That, to me, that is so exciting because I always hate, you know, you're never going to get the best out of someone if there's not somebody behind them pushing them to some degree, right? Because then they just get out there and just do their thing and that's it, right? They're not being motivated. This is going to motivate absolutely everybody on that list to be better and be the best version of themselves, right? So I look at Guyton, I look at Palmer. And man, think of the opportunity these guys have to create a career for them in the NFL. Are you one of the best quarterbacks in the league throwing them the ball? Man, I just, oh, the season can't get here fast enough, man. I mean, yeah. I'm so hyped. I, yeah. I'm i not joking. I, I watch I watch all these uh, YouTube videos over and over again. I, it's, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm addicted, but <laughs> it's, I don't care. I just, I want to yeah. keep watching it, man. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm about as, I've yep. never been more excited for off season my whole life. Right. So, very much. Very glad much. to share Can't with wait. you guys as well. Yep. And like I said, it's, it's always us. When we started this podcast, we love to be able to engage with the fans. And so far this off season has been really, really enjoyable. And it's definitely the most enjoyable off season I've ever had. And, um, and yeah. it, it really helps with all the moves that they made too. I mean, that's, yeah. This is an unparalleled, like, I've never seen an offseason like this with the Chargers. And so we're all excited. I hope we're hyping you guys up for the season. We're a month away 
from training camp opening yeah. up. I can't oh wait. God. So well, I hope that we could go to the training camp and be there with you guys and at least see you guys, engage you guys. And uh, maybe we'll have some T-shirts by that time. And we'll have, uh, yeah. you know, Blockbuster Boys T-shirt. You know, how about how about Guy Liner T-shirt? You know? Right? Oh, yeah. We could have a Patrick Mahomes T-shirt where it's him as Kermit the Frog because he sounds like Kermit the Frog when he talks, too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys get that vibe. I think the same. But, uh, uh, no, man. It's going to be him swimming. Hey, he got pool. crazy-ass wife, though. That's for damn sure. And his brother's a bunch of nut jobs, dude. Uh, he's just going to be no swimming doubt. around in ketchup because he loves ketchup on, on steaks. Oh, yeah. So what a... <laughs> What? A, oh yeah, doesn't yeah. he loves Whataburger too? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Whataburger. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess we'll just end it on that note, guys. Love hanging out with you guys. Yeah. Love engaging Absolutely. you guys. Yeah. And we'll, we will talk soon, and we'll have another video, and we'll keep doing them live. I think from this point out, so we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but guys, Bolt Bros, we are out of here. See you guys. See you guys.